episode ever of why i hate this movie i am your host derek rios and i'm here with my heterosexual life mate danny newton how are you today derek i'm great i am great this is classic movie we're doing today yes very classic uh home alone this was a childhood one of my childhood favorites for sure i remember liking this movie a lot more when i was a kid (laughs) What? You say you're gonna like it. <laughs> I'm I'm saying it's it's definitely not my favorite movie. I I still enjoy it. I can still sit down and watch it anytime. It doesn't have to be Christmas. Man, it's so cringe. There was there was things I enjoyed in it, but overall, I I did not like this experience, and I felt good when the credits rolled. Started the movie. Did you know? Interesting fact. Uh, Macaulay Culkin is eight years old. Yes. Or Kevin's supposed to be eight years old. I'm not sure how old he was. I'm not sure how old Macaulay Culkin was, but I know Kevin was supposed to be something like eight or nine years old. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's supposed to be eight in the movie. Interesting cast. I didn't know until I looked at the credits. His little brother. Hmm. Fuller, the one that, you know, pisses the bed. That's his little cousin or something, right? No, that's his little brother. Oh, he's actually his brother. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. Another interesting fact is that... Joe Pesky wouldn't talk to Kevin on set. Well, I mean, at, at the time, Joe Pesci was like a big name. And Kevin was nothing. Well, it right? wasn't because he wasn't nothing. Was it was just he wanted to make him actually frightened of him and think of him like like he's a you know mean guy, so that he 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 wouldn't talk to him on set and he was just kind of generally mean to him. But uh, it's actually he actually in one of the takes later on in the movie he actually bites him. And like, 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 busts. He, he bites a child. The scene where he has him up on the hanger towards the end, like, you know, he, yeah, when he picks him like, up and puts him up against the wall. In one of the takes, yeah. yeah, he actually bites his finger and draws blood. It's pretty funny. Oh, wow. Yeah. I had uh, no idea. So, just jumping in, the start of the movie, I don't, they, they, they keep running into the statue. So, the, the pizza man drives up, hits a statue. Yeah. And that happens like three times. Mm hmm. The, the statue is the running joke. Is it? But What's I'm not joke? sure why it's the joke, <laughs> other than people don't know how to stop in whatever state they live in right there, right? They're in... Or that snow is slippery. I don't... They're in Chicago, right? Yeah. yeah. Actually, yeah, they are in Chicago, right? Yeah. I didn't hate the first of this movie. Like, the whole thing where the family's together, and the two families are under one roof, and they're all running around doing their Christmas stuff. And Joe Pesci is supposed to be playing the cop, just standing right there, just trying to get somebody's attention to be like, hey, you know, we're just surveying the neighborhood and, you know, making sure everybody's got adequate security precautions, right? I, my problem, no one noticed, like, like nobody, I understand they're nope. busy. Yeah. No one doesn't see, like the pizza guy, like there's a cop sitting in there. Yeah. There's no fucking cop car. It, yeah, there's no cop car and everybody is running around this house ignoring a police officer well, they're white. They're white. So that's a very yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a nice neighborhood. <laughs> it's a it's an incredibly nice neighborhood. There are mansions on this street. There's actually a lot of arguments of what uh, Peter, Kevin's dad of the movie, his occupation is because well, they never says. And they never said. And they, they never says what his occupation is. So there's a lot of arguments. His uh, his job is to he's rich. Is his it, job is being rich. It's a hard and job. It must be a hard um, job. 
it's it's the kind of job that's handed down from father to son. Like my father was rich, so I'm rich, and then you're going to be rich, and everybody else is rich. I but his I think his brother was self made. I I mean he's rich, but his brother has a stupid amount of money. Yeah, yeah, for his, sure. His his brother flew out fifteen people, fifteen people round trip ticket to Paris. Yeah, from Chicago. Yeah, the brother pays for the tickets. Yeah, and there's there's a little bit of story of the family where. It briefly mentions that the children, uh, the, or the brothers' children, are actually living with them. Mm-hmm. They're staying with them because they didn't want to move out there. It, it mentions that because they're they're finishing high school, I guess, or whatever. Yeah, and they were feeling homesick and missed the kids. Mm-hmm. So that's why they're flying the whole family out. I would say that this this movie is just it, it doesn't start bad, right? No, like like instantly, this whole family just shits on this poor little kid. Like the kid, I get it. He's oh, a yeah. kind of a troublemaker. And the more we learn about him, the more we find out he deserves to be shit on. He's a terrible person. <laughs> he's, he's a child. Yeah. You, you you don't know who you are at that point. Yeah. I and mean, all the family is just mean to him. Like lately, like, like, straight up, they call him a disease. Yeah. Like, a, a jerk. Yeah. And uh, they nailed it spot on. Like disease? That's that's pretty harsh. I mean, I've never called anyone a disease. I mean, I mean, I've called them worse. <laughs> well, sometimes you just got to learn at a young age that you know you're an awful person. And I think, I think uh, Kevin is a, is a truly awful person. He's he's a he's just a genius. I don't know what you're talking. He's a boy genius. He's a moron. He's a boy genius. He's so stupid he can't pack a suitcase. What? Well, he's lazy. Not lazy. Stupid. When I was that old, I was, <laughs> I was, I, w- I wouldn't have packed my suitcase. We we see obviously that he's not lazy later on the movie, but at this point, he is so stupid that he cannot pack a suitcase. We're all leaving tomorrow. Kevin, get upstairs and pack your suitcase. Oh my God! I had to pack a suitcase. No, like eight, eight. Yeah, I, did, I wasn't packing suitcases today. Yeah, but you know, I could do laundry and fold my clothes and put them in a dresser. I mean, what's the difference between that and packing a suitcase? The boy's dumb. You don't know like what you got to. But then take. again, they're so rich, they probably have servants that they just let off for the holidays. So he's probably never had to fold his own clothes or do anything for himself in his own life. There definitely should be servants somewhere. Yes, but they didn't show them. I don't. Yes, uh, they, definitely they, cleaners. Yes, but I, I like. You wouldn't know what to take. Like, like honestly, like, like if you, they told you to pack, it goes. You just throw like toys in a fucking luggage case. Like, like that. You you're wouldn't. right. <laughs> you're actually, you're absolutely right. Yes, I probably would. If if I was his age and they said, "Hey, we're going to pack and be gone for a week," I would probably have went upstairs and you know grabbed like either my Game Boy or my Game Gear. Yeah, you like, so, grab my Sega Genesis. Yeah, gotta toss some batteries in there for that, and then you know, teddy bears. Yeah, you know. Teddy bears. Yeah. I mean, you know, you some, have, like, action figures. You're right. My teddy suitcase. Teddy you're eight? That's the, normal. The suitcase. <laughs> yes, that's normal. But, yeah, my suitcase probably would have been full of just random toys. And then maybe a few pieces of random clothing and just, stuff like that. Just dildos and fucking chains, bro. Yes. Right. Whiskey and dildos. Uh, we are ready to go. Yeah, I'm going to take whiskey. Can't take liquid on a plane. Wait, anymore. that's but this right. Is, this is way before. Yeah, they could have smoked in first class in this movie. Ugh. <laughs> Did you notice the, the pizza place mm-hmm. was uh, 20 minutes or less delivery time? In Chicago. 
20 minutes. Yeah. What? Like, that's from you calling and hanging up. They gotta, they're going to cook. It, it was it was 12 pizzas. That no, pizza, no, it was 10. Sorry. It was 10 pizzas. That pizza is disgusting. At 12.50 a piece. So, yeah. I mean, they're expensive fucking pizzas. Yeah. But 10 pizzas. Oh, 12.50 in like, you know, 1990 months. Yes. Yeah. That's like that's like a Supreme. Yeah. I mean, it was like a mom and pop shop, but it was yeah. like what is it like minutes. little Nero's or something like that? They like, they it takes like twelve minutes to bake the pizza. This is some this pizza's little Caesar lamp. This is some little Caesar's fucking. <laughs> this, this pizza is disgusting. Sitting there all day. All right, take the shit off the rack. You could have. You probably could have beat somebody to death with that pizza. This <laughs> is probably hard as a rock. They only ordered one cheese pizza. That's kind of that's kind of oh. shitty. Fifteen people and only one of them is cheese. Ten pizzas. That's a lot of pizza. That's that's a lot of pizza. But I mean, I could I could. You knew they, they, they they throw away most of that pizza. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably because it's gross. It's been sitting under a heat lamp for like six hours. That that pizza place was just like, oh, thank God, somebody ordered all this, so we don't have to throw it in the trash tonight. <laughs> this is why you don't go through the drive-through window right before they close. You're gonna get spit in your pizza. Another thing I noticed, whenever he spills... It's milk or something, right? He spills he, milk. He's, he's milk, yeah. drinking milk with his pizza. That's, Which is really weird. Uh, that's, that's gross. Like, that's nasty. <laughs> he knocks over the milk, and it spills, and he gets a bunch of paper towels, and Kevin's ticket gets thrown away by accident. Yes. I don't know what the point of that is. Like, their passports and tickets were there. Yes. His ticket gets thrown away. But they never actually turn in their tickets because they're rushing to the yeah terminal. they just kind of run up to the terminal and i'll hold yeah. up a ticket like hey we got tickets yeah. and it's like oh yeah like, right this way yeah they don't care get on the plane with your bombs then it's you cool. check fucking tickets yeah they don't care <laughs> whatever you're yeah you're fine yeah. you're fine yeah no terrorists here not smuggling drugs into you know france or something yeah get on the plane well back then it wasn't like a two-hour like process to get onto a fucking plane so much stuff has to go wrong mm-hmm. for any of this to happen oh i actually the ticket gets thrown away. Yeah. The storm comes through. The winter storm comes through in the yeah. night, and they have a blizzard or whatever. It knocks See, out the power. I'm with you to there. For him to miss the head count, they have the random fucking neighbor that you never see again. That's where we're getting far-fetched. Yeah. The random neighbor just happens to be going, like, like there. And not only that, he's just trifling through their shit. Yeah. He's, like, he's just yeah. in the van, trifling through their bag, like, oh, this is some cool stuff, and no one cares. The neighbor kids like stealing my my bra on my on yeah. my satchel here. It was like, like toys. It was, it was like toys and shit. Like, like literally, up. yeah. The neighbor kids going through the suitcase trying to steal the big sister's panties. Yeah. Yes. And nobody yeah. thinks that's weird at all. Yeah. They just let the neighbor could steal the stuff out of their delivery van. <laughs> they paid these people to load their stuff up and keep it safe for them. But even the people they paid are just like, there's so many of you. We don't yeah, beat shit. it, kid. Well, yeah, get, get out of here. I probably just think the fucking kid is. Yeah. Yeah. This is another, still, another one like, of the litter right here. <laughs> While leaving, they there's a guy that works for the uh, power company. He's like, "Oh, we got your power stored, but we're not going to be able to fix your phone line," which is another big point plot point later on. Yeah, and the family's like, "Ah, we don't care. We're going to be gone for a week." Yeah. If you told me that there was an accident, a drink spilled, and we were cleaning up the drink and trying to dry off these passports, and you know, one plane ticket accidentally got stuck to the paper towels and thrown in the trash, I might believe you. You know, stuff happens. If you tell me a winter storm blew through the same night and happened to knock out power, man, you had a rough night. Sorry. But I might believe you. If you tell me well, so that 14 people were stomping through this house and no, it was not loud enough to wake him up in the attic, that's stupid. 
that is a hard sleeper, man. That is know. implausible. That is suspension of disbelief that I cannot. Well, the power came back on. Yeah, a lot of things have to happen to go wrong for yeah. this kid to miss this But plane. you got to kind of take it with that because it's the Christmas miracle movie. So this like, this is the magic that has to happen in the movie to make the movie happen, right? Mm-hmm. At this point, we're at the we're at the beginning, and we're just like, do you want to watch a movie or not? And if I had gotten to the end of this first, I probably would have said no. I don't want to watch this movie. <laughs> so. They they leave, take off, whatever, and he's home alone. Wait, first, he has an argument with his mom. His mom sends him upstairs because he's a little douchebag and, you know, picked a fight over a slice because of cheese pizza. the family was mean to him. Yeah. Literally everyone in the family just took turns calling him a piece of shit before he went upstairs. Yeah, well, I mean... It's not our fault that we don't learn if, later if, that if they're right. If you had your whole family... Just every day calling you a piece of shit. But we don't know this kid. They know him. We don't. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, the kid's going to be but awful. Later, even not that far later, we learn that that family is completely right. He has an argument with his mom. And that's understandable. His mom takes him upstairs like, hey, you're going to sleep upstairs. And he's like, I hope I never see you again or something like that. Right? And Who hasn't said that? Right? Yeah. We've all said something just absolutely horrible to our mom or our dad or some kind of family member. And then we thought about it. It's like, man, I, what I tell I you that every day. Yeah. I was like, I, hope I, day. Hope I fucking never see you again. <laughs> that's a normal day. And I still show back up. I don't know why <laughs> either, but you know, we've all said something horrible and felt like, you know, we, we've all had that feeling of, man, what if I don't ever see him again? That was a horrible thing, thing to say. That was a horrible way to end it. But this guy falls asleep wakes up his family is gone he's just like yeah i did it i got rid of him i mean forever he believes in santa and he believes like monsters are real and stuff like like he actually sees has a delusional disbelief that like the furnace downstairs is yeah we've all seen monsters and like different inanimate objects before it's a a common thing yeah especially when you're a kid yeah like every shadow or every pile of like random clothes or something like that, or you know, every pile of stuff mm-hmm. looks like a monster in the dark, right? Mm-hmm. But this kid, it's um it's a little beyond just being a child because this kid wakes up the next morning, his entire family is gone, and he's just like, Yes, I have the power. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that he, he revels in He's it. not glad that he wished his family no, away. He's glad he's, he's glad his that he's alone for once. No, and, no, no, no. And has, he's, like, he's not being at first, he's oppressed like, by he's, this horrible family. <laughs> That's all it is. If your oppressors are no longer oppressing you, you're gonna be happy. This isn't, you know, this isn't quite like that. He's literally like, I made my family disappear. I made my family disappear. Like, you know, he got mutant powers or something overnight. And his, his you know, his He's special Scarlet power. He's yeah. Scarlet Witch. He's he, Scarlet Witch. Yeah. He could just poof people out. Yeah, he, yeah, he wished all the mutants away. Yeah. Like, he's a psychopath. He, he, at well, that point, at that point, he's bought into his own belief. If he, if he wished him away, then he just murdered 14 people. And he is happy about it. He is really excited. He's like throwing a little party, jumping up down on the bed. You've seen Stepson. Is this a prequel? This has got to be a prequel. To, is, is it Stepson? 
The one where he like kills the cat with the little crossbow like bolt thing. Well, yeah, then he murders like the <laughs> yeah. family he goes live. So yeah. then he murdered the, this family. Yeah, that's definitely. And a then, then went and actually, you know, Home Alone two. Th- that's what stepson is. Is it like they left again? And he's just like, I'm going to go over here and kill this other family. Murders rampage. Yeah, murders rampage. Bloodthirsty. Uh-huh. Yes. Yes. This movie is awful. <laughs> <laughs> I. This movie is you really always bad. blame the parents. That's all I'm saying. Blame the parents. That mother is a saint. No. Right? She's a whore. <laughs> that mother She's goes, a whore. That we'll get, mother we'll get goes to, that. to everything. She, she is a whore. <laughs> okay. He goes, just starts doing normal kid stuff. Like, like if, yeah. if, if, if no one is home, you just sit around and eat junk food and He eats junk food. Watch. He jumps up and down on the furniture. Like, he goes and steals all his brother's shit. Uh, you know, the movie he watches, uh, it's called Angels with Filthy Souls. Yes. Fake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does yeah. It, it's not real. Yeah, no. Yeah. I always, I just always figured it was a real movie back in the day. I'm, I'm not going to, like, fact <laughs> check that as a child. <laughs> I mean, part of me always hoped it was a real movie, but I think I always felt like I knew that it wasn't, though. He's watching this movie like, you know, it's just a, the scariest thing in the world. And you know what? This is 1990. Right? It's just a normal gangster movie. Think about all the scary shit that we had watched at about this kid's age. It's just like a Scarface knockoff, right? Yeah, it's, it's. I mean, it's it's kind of you know, it's kind of like a Al Capone kind of gangster movie, right? Yeah. But if this was actually, the, if this was the real year, and they were actually you know had the rights to horror movies, this kid would have been. If he was trying to watch a scary movie, he'd have been watching like Hellraiser. Or Chucky. Well, no, maybe Chucky was a little later. Or was no Chucky uh, was in the eighties, right? It was ninety one, right? Yeah, yeah. He been it. he would definitely been watching the thing. Oh, wow. yeah. We're not gonna go nah. into that. <laughs> That's not a real movie. That's not a real movie. But there's so many actual horror movies this kid could have been watching to be scared of, and he's watching a gangster movie. It was just the fact that this is a movie he wasn't allowed to see because it was an adult movie. I think it's a movie we're not allowed to see because of just bad With that movie. being the only scene that we see, like, I'm sure it's got, like, a lot of swearing and nudity in it, right? The rest yeah. of the movie? How obscene really is Dick Tracy, right? I mean, his name's Dick, so. It's <laughs> <laughs> in the title. Fine. How obscene <laughs> is Richard Tracy? <laughs> so he goes to the store. No, that's, this, this is the stupidest part. Go I ahead. Don't, yeah. He goes to the store. <laughs> He's yes. got to get his super fancy, yes, fucking certified it's, toothbrush. Does this is this toothbrush certified by the Dental Association? It's something stupid. No, of course nobody knows. It's not on the packaging. I, I, I bet you they are. I bet like, you if if you actually went and looked, there probably is some stupid dental association that. This is like this lady's wearing a cash register, and she's like, "Come here, Fred. This little asshole wants to know the stupid question." He's like, "I don't." He know. is a responsible <laughs> adult now. Now yes. that he wished his family away, okay. He's this got, is someone's got to take. So he's out of the house. And you know what? These are actually the parts of the movie I like, and I still don't like them. No. <laughs> so the old man walks in, yes. and of course he's he's the scary old man. He's he's the yeah. the murderer. Yeah, he's he's like the local legend. Like this guy is supposedly murders people and tosses them in like you know his little bucket of salt or whatever and dissolves Trash bodies. Them. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's why you see no homeless people in this white community. Because this guy goes around, knocks him in the head with a shovel, and murders them. But this isn't, you know, this isn't the mean streets of Chicago. Yeah. Chicago. 
you think there'd be an easier way to dump salt. You can't get very deep in a trash can with a snow shovel. That, no. that doesn't seem like very. It would need like a little scoop or something. And how how heavy? Salt. Like how? Oh, can you buy heavy. salt by the bucket? Is that a thing? That, I'm I've sure. I've been up in a northern area. But. I'm sure you can buy salt by the fifty pound bags, like you can everything else, right? But you're still talking about. There's probably a couple hundred pounds of salt in that trash can. This dude's just dragging around like it's nothing. This guy is a monster. So, <laughs> my biggest issue. With the movie as yeah. a whole, is a running theme as all the adults in this movie are incompetent, just completely incompetent. Yeah, because it's from the viewpoint of a child. They have to be, or bad writing, whichever you prefer. But <laughs> every yeah. everyone like cop comes in, they're like, "Oh, he's stealing, run him down." Like, why was the old guy even staring at him? He didn't say anything. He was just like, yeah. Him some, he gave him like the. I'm about to. He gave him the Uncle Ruckus eye. Yeah. Or yeah. take you in the woods and murder you. Yeah. Which, I mean, I get, you know, he's supposed to be scary up to this point, Well, right? it's because all the kids in the neighborhood look at him like he's a piece of shit. So he gives him all the stink eye. But he actually has, for me, that old guy has one of the best scenes in the movie. I mean, he's neglectful, don't get me wrong. But when, I mean, jumping ahead. I, I am fully convinced that he is a murderer. He might be. <laughs> we jump ahead to... I'm just going to go and talk about the church scene where he's talking to him. Yeah. For me, he has one of the better scenes in the entire movie. He's sitting there talking to this boy about, you know, the spirit of the season and stuff like that and how he has to come to the church to no. watch his granddaughter perform because he's not allowed to see her. But here's the whole thing. He's taking life advice from an eight-year-old child. Uh, well, you know, he's he, more or less he's giving life No, life no, 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 no. He is... Taking life advice. Yeah, he might say something about, oh, you don't have to be scared of stuff. But then straight up, Kevin gives him life advice talking about how, oh, well, you know, maybe it's scary to, you know, well, put yourself out there and yeah, like, try to, you know, say you're sorry. Kids do say things completely unfiltered. And sometimes a kid can just but you don't pop take off that, something profound. But you don't take that as life advice. No. He's like, this is a dumbass kid. Maybe... Maybe that guy just doesn't have any friends. He's a hermit, and he's never had. He's sitting there alone in the church. Yeah, on New Year. Christmas he doesn't have any friends. Yeah, but he's watching his granddaughter. So we we can. That's that's the only time midnight mass is the only time we can see his daughter like singing and stuff like that, or granddaughter singing or whatever, right? Maybe he just didn't have anybody in his life to be like, hey, just stop being a shithead and you know reach out to your son. Maybe he just doesn't have anybody to give him that push, right? But that's like the Christmas magic part of this movie. That's, that's one of the Christmas magic parts of this movie. For me, that's actually, in a bubble by itself, that's actually a good part. For me. Like, there was a lot of stuff in this movie I did like. Back to where we was. He inadvertently steals a toothbrush. He doesn't necessarily steal a toothbrush. He's just kind of scared, and he backs away from this guy. And they can see the fear in this kid's eyes. He's, sti- he's stealing. They, no, yeah. nothing else. This this weird old guy is not staring at him creepily. This kid, just runs. even so, we are, we have to assume that if he's come into this store, he's come into it with his family, his mom, his big sister, big brother, or something. At his age, every time he is in this store, they, he has been in there place. with family. I'm pretty sure he probably just never been in this. Store. Yeah, but a kid wouldn't go somewhere necessarily they didn't know, right? Yeah, and it's within walking distance of his house. So, more than likely, they've seen this kid before. 
Probably. But, I mean, then again, we live in a rural area. Yeah. Like, people remember you. Like, like they, they, yeah, they but they people, set this part of, of Chicago up like a rural area. And the, the, the cops chasing them. Cop is not going to chase this kid down over a toothbrush. I, they just said thief. Maybe he robbed him. I don't know. This eight-year-old <laughs> kid. It happens a lot, you know? And then you have the nonsensical slide across the ice. And then he's like, oh, no, I'm a criminal. He felt bad about it, at least. <laughs> at least he had that common decency. Like, he's not a terrible person. Like, he had remorse for accidentally stealing this toothbrush, which he could just went back yeah. and paid for it. So, while this is all going on, his family finally lands in Paris. And then they're just like, halfway through the flight, they realize he's not there. And, you know, they're trying to call around and stuff like that. And his mom, I think, does what a lot of moms would do. Like, hey, Dad, go you know, screw off with the kids, take care of that. I'm going to catch a flight back home as soon as possible. It's all pointless. But I mean, I mean kind of. She, she, so, we didn't know that at the time. So she comes back to uh, Scranton, Pennsylvania. Yeah. There's an international airport. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And she said she's been to Dallas, and she's trying to get to Chicago, of course. So she flew in to New York, I think she said. Then she went down to Dallas, and then to Scranton. And this is all in like a two-day period that she's done this. She finally gets picked up by the polka group. Yeah, John Which, Candy. John Candy. Yes. Uh, See, Uncle, I love that part. Uncle Buck. I've never heard polka music. I've never, like, like is that, I don't think that's like a genre that still exists. Oh, yeah. But, like, the it's like, love it. it's like background music. He's like acting like a superstar. Yeah. He's like, but oh, surely you've heard of us. He's acting like a superstar, but he knows how much they suck. Oh, no. No, no, <laughs> he no. He knows. He probably, he's just <laughs> drowning in the pussy. Oh, yeah. They're, they're like, like. So they're just like, oh, well, we, we're stuck here, too, and we got to get, uh, they're going to Milwaukee, right? Yeah, and they straight up planes, trains, and automobiles it, you know. They rent a U-Haul. Mm-hmm. It's effectively a U-Haul. This yeah. looks like, uh, like I don't think, it's not even legal. I'm pretty sure this it's is illegal. It's a U-Haul that has bench seats yeah, in the back. Yeah, bench seats in the back. This they, is the like, 90s, man. There, I, I, there was no laws. All right. Like, there's no yeah. way you could have this. And yeah. Fuck it, as a real vehicle. You like, know, your kids could ride and do gymnastics in the back of a pickup truck. But they, they, they rent a U-Haul, and I said there's nine guys, seven in the back, and if there's a driver, and I'm sure a passenger. Yeah. And so there's seven in the back, and just playing polka or whatever. And oh, uh, so I, I calculated ride. it. It's 700 miles. So Chicago is on the way. Yeah. It's 700 miles from Scranton to Chicago. 12, about a 12-hour drive. They, they were all like rock star fucking, oh, we're so awesome. You sure you've heard of us? No. They were banging this whore of a mother for 12 what makes you think, hours. What makes you think that her getting in this truck was a put out or get out situation? I, like, are you going to get a twelve for a ride for 12 hours and you don't think you have to put out? I'm just saying that this, this trip in the back of a U-Haul with people playing polka if you had not contemplated suicide before, you were definitely looking at rope different when you got out of the back of it. Like, that, that ride must have been absolutely no, awful. She loved it. They were, he was trying no. to get her to toot his pipe. Oh, come on. <laughs> no. 100%. I, I don't believe that because I don't think... They're, they're just famous. John, John Candy wouldn't do that. No, Uncle Buck? Uncle Buck would do that. <laughs> Uncle Buck didn't give a fuck. <laughs> but I just, I actually like that part of the movie. So, yeah, I'm sure you like that. No, 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 no. Hours. But that's that's also the other, like, Christmas magic. I mean, sometimes you just help somebody out. No flights, we're heading the same direction. 
Hop on in. We're, we're renting a U-Haul. We can yeah. fit one more dead body in the back. <laughs> we need some entertainment, wink, wink, for 12 hours. Oh, God. I'm just saying, it's a long walk. So it took her, she flew from Paris, and she, she stayed overnight in Paris at the airport to get the flight. Yes. After she, like... And she traded her soul yeah. to some old lady for some tickets. Yeah. Like, he gave her everything she owned, pretty yes. much. Here's, like, my earrings, necklace, watch, my anal virginity. Here's all of it, old lady. Yes. Just to get there 10 minutes before the fucking rest of the family. Yeah, but she didn't know that. She did know that. They no. told her, like, there's a fight no, Friday. No, no. I mean, but by the time she was trying to leave, she didn't know that. She didn't know what lay ahead. All she knew is... After I've, three more flights. I mean, it's a desperation thing. And then a 12-hour right? drive. She was trying to desperately so here's the other thing um during one of the scenes he orders pizza from the same delivery guy he hits the same stupid fucking statue this guy of course you know being scared of the movie or whatever the the loud noises he that's so dumb yeah that that scene is dumb that that would never work no like and and he did he took that little small uh tv and wired the, the speakers yeah. to it somehow. Like, he even paid for the pizza. That's the thing. It's not like he stole no, the no, pizza. No, he paid for it. Yeah. Uh, why would he do that? Why right. did he need to do that? Just like, there, there was, there made if, no sense. If this kid opened the door, handed him money, took yeah. a pizza, he that guy would anything. not have cared. The like, tip wasn't great. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. But, you know, it's not like he got robbed. No. Right? He didn't tip the guy, but he didn't steal the tip from was the like company. some change. You know, yeah. it, was less, it was under a dollar. Well, it's a, but know, still, a it's like tipping a 20 now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Something like that. I think it's a conversion. <laughs> yeah. You know, inflation, it works like that. He had enough, he had enough gas money to make it home that night. That's all. Yes. Yes. But uh, it made no sense. Like, he, that was completely unnecessary for him to do that. Right. I, I know it gets it, it sets it up the, for the next scene or whatever. Yeah. But uh, it's still stupid. Yeah. And on top of that, he had to call the pizza place. Mm-hmm. The phone lines are working at this point, and no one's tried to call him and contact him anymore. And you know the phones are working because the neighbors are getting phone calls. Right. They're calling the neighbors. Right. So they're just not calling his house anymore or he's just not picking up? But both. I don't know. Like, the one time he calls the cops, yeah, he doesn't even call the cops to his own house. No. He calls it to the neighbor's house. And well, that's not how calling the cops works. No, no, no. Well, <laughs> yeah. If you don't give them an address or nothing. He gave them the neighbor's address. Oh. Yeah, he actually gave them the neighbor's address when he called them. But that proves that the phone lines were working. Yeah. And they could have just fucking called them, and this kid probably would have well, answered. Well, you see, they actually got... So, when the mom is calling around at the airport, trying to get desperately get a hold of somebody, you know, they do the whole joke thing in the police station where they're screwing her back and forth between the two operators and sitting yeah. side by side. Like, I don't want to talk to this lady. Here, you yeah. talk to this lady. They finally get a cop sent out to the house. This kid has no reason to be afraid of the police. Well, he, he and the cop knocks at on the, the time. Door. He thinks it's the the scary old man because he just saw him. Right, but I guess. What kind of murderous old creepy man just knocks, knocks on, on the door? door. <laughs> <laughs> but so he doesn't answer the door. He's got no reason to be afraid of the cops, none at all. Because when the cop showed up, he hadn't even stole the toothbrush yet, right? He had no reason to be afraid of the cops, unless he really believed he murdered fourteen people. Then the cops might be wanting to talk to him, right? The, the cop's name. Fun fact. It's a Sergeant Larry Balzac. Ooh, man. That name. Balzac. His name is Harry Balzac. Larry. Larry. Oh. Larry Balzac. <laughs> oh. 
Man, we we really stretched to give that guy a name. <laughs> yeah, Sergeant Larry Balsam. Well, you want to name him? Well, I don't know. I don't have a, I don't have a character name. Uh, Harry Sack. <laughs> well, well, it was a Jones movie. Uh, oh, Larry, Larry Balzac. <laughs> yeah. Now let's get the Little Mermaid guy to draw a penis on the cover somewhere. So the cops knock on the door. That's the only part of the movie I can believe. The cop knocks on the door and nobody answers. He's like, no, tell a stupid lady to go count her kids again. Yeah. Wasting my time. Right? That is the only believable part of this movie to me. I, so The cops don't care. <laughs> That's the only believable part. Going back to the church scene, the random creepy guy just walks over and starts talking to his child. It's already nighttime. Mm-hmm. So you got to believe that if it gets night, 4.30, the latest, because yeah. it's winter, then they're, they're showing up at 9. Right. It's he, late. Yeah. So he has, it tops four hours. Because after that... The he, sun went down at 4.30. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he goes home after that and then starts. So it topped four hours. And he also went and talked to the fake Santa. Didn't he literally ask the Santa to bring his family back? Yeah, he does. <laughs> the Santa just doesn't care. Yeah. He's just like, he gives them a fucking tic-tac and like, yeah, I'm not the real Santa. Good job, kid. This kid's fucking smart. No, the kid is like, you know, I'm really sad that I wished my family away, but, you know, if you could bring them back, I would be really happy. And he doesn't think Wait anything about second. this fucking child being that's like alone in, in the middle of the night on, on Christmas Eve. And says he has no family. And says he, like, yeah, his family's gone. And he's just like, fucking, there you go, have a tic tac. Everybody gets something from Santa. I got no fucking candy. (laughs) (laughs) And then the old guy. Yeah. That old guy's his neighbor. Yeah. Surely he knows that they're gone. Oh, yeah, definitely. And he's still acting like, oh, this kid just stayed behind for some fucking reason. That guy probably, like I said, shovels the sidewalks, keeps an eye on everybody's house. I think he's southern. That dude is probably. That guy's probably the neighborhood watch. No, dude. That guy's the murderer. <laughs> probably has spent most of his life in jail. Does not a function as a human being in society. All right. So we've talked to the old guy at the church. All right. Out of all the other stupid things that have happened in this movie, you know, we finally get towards the dumber parts. Everybody, everybody knows this movie for the trap scenes. You gotta right? love the traps. Gotta love the traps. Everybody knows everything about all the traps in this movie. He has time to draw up a diagram thing. of the house yeah. and lay out plans mm-hmm. to build the traps. Yes. Within a four-hour period. Too stupid to pack a suitcase. No. He's a genius. He's being lazy. <laughs> so he draws out this, like, you know... These are, like, he finds a flamethrower... Like, as an eight-year-old kid, that's not in the basement. Like, what do the parents do? Like, like, there's a bunch of, like, sewing equipment shit, so maybe the mother's, like, designs clothing or so, something. So, like, the, the flame thing could have been, like, another grill starter, because, like, that's what... The, he hangs a grill starter over the back door handle Is that right what that, there, right? The, yeah, the loop. Okay. It's just for starting charcoal in your grill. I, I had no idea. Yeah. I've never seen one of those before in my life. I haven't either. <laughs> Because I understand how fire works. Yeah. <laughs> I just get a match and some it's lighter an, It's an electric charcoal igniter, right? Okay. And so it might be plausible that, yeah, they also have a flamethrower, too, because... Why would you need both? I don't know. They're stupid. They're rich. They're rich. You're Why right. not have both? To get, to get that door handle that red hot... The whole house would burn down. Yeah. It's not... It can't do it. But that's beside the point. So he puts that over the door handle. Even before glowing hot... It would screw you up. 
<laughs> like it would be really bad. How do you how do you not notice the bright red glowing? Like there's a, there's a lot of things. They they never look down. They never look at anything when they're trying to break into this house. They're not very good burglars. No, the thing is, is they are good burglars. They're smart. They're just completely dumb when it comes down. Yes, they're, they're trying to. They are good kid. burglars, but the trap scene doesn't work for me because they are good burglars. So when they think about when they break into the neighbors' houses and stuff yeah, like that, they're right? smart enough to case this neighborhood. Yeah, he has everything timed out. Right, like, like he dressed up as an officer. Yeah. and went around and like mm-hmm. checked in on all these families. So like, yeah, they're smart. Harry and Marv. Yeah, Marv, you know, pretty dumb. Yeah, we can agree on that. But Harry knows his shit. He and like in the second movie comes up uh, with an elaborate plan to steal the money too. Yeah, but when they get there to make this trap scene work, they have to be they're just completely fucking retarded. Yeah, like they just. Oh, I never look down. Oh, I'm just gonna grab this hot handle. I don't. I can't. They're not observant, and just walk into everything straightforward. The shit they're stealing out of these houses is hilarious. They they did all this work to steal right? some silverware, to steal like and jewelry, silverware and like VH, VHS. Yeah, yeah. They're stealing VCRs. So we'll say a VCR is relatively a newer piece of technology. What, do you, what, what did a DVD player or a Blu-ray player cost when it was like four or five years old? Oh, these things cost like 40 bucks, I'm sure. Yeah, they cost so like 40, 50 bucks. You're going to get like And then he's going to fence those 25. to a pawn shop yeah. for like $5 a piece. Uh, maybe like right? 20 maybe 20 So they're literally robbing these houses for nothing. They're, they're, they're taking like, they're looking for money stashes, yeah. jewelry. I'm sure all these houses have safes They're like, they're playing with they're like like worthless safes. toys, like... Um, yeah. He has like the the scuba mask on when he's in the house. Like they're stealing their toys. <laughs> well, that was just, they opened up the gifts, right? Yeah, they're obviously t- stealing the gifts. Because why not? If you're going that far, you, you're going to open all the presents. Yeah. You're going if you're going to be the Grinch. That's probably the the, yeah. the the money. They're 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 the Grinch. Yeah, but they're smart. They're smart enough to have cased this entire neighborhood, set up timers. They're smart enough. They're even smart enough to troll these people. Okay, he's he's trolling these people after robbing them. He's plugging their drains so the water yeah, that was, that was into all, the house that was, for weeks. That was all Marv. Yeah. So, you know, the wet bandits. You know, the first act of trolling. I they, mean, but Marv was dumb. These guys aren't stupid, though. Marv, Marv was dumb. Together, they're not. They're not stupid. They make the decision to be like, after stealing VCRs, televisions, and crap like that, just honestly worthless trash. They make the decision to, we're going to murder a child. You see, they have to make that decision. Because, honestly, after they robbed that other house, and they pulled out up onto Kevin on the sidewalk, right? And he's like, oh crap, he recognized me. They would just leave right then. There's no reason to continue this. They've already hit every other house on the block. But the kid can link it back to them, right? Right, but he doesn't know them. Nah. It's not like he's ever seen them before. And it's not like he's ever going to see him again. If I every was, every house, if I was on that block, every house on the city block, I would never come back to the is, city again. Right? How has every house in that block gone on vacation? Because they're all they're all stupid rich. They literally go from being smart and being trolly and being funny and stuff like that to not only like we just rob these people, but we're going to piss on them too, just for good measure. To Let's drop all this and commit murder tonight. On Christmas Eve, no less. Let's murder a child on Christmas Eve. They just wanted to catch him and teach him a lesson. 
Yeah. They were threatening him. You know, maybe they're just trying to do a scare tactic or something. They but never said they're going to. Well, I mean, they, they said. Out that, of all the piles of trash. You think they'd actually kill other... the kid if they, they caught him? Yes. You think they were going to murder him once they finally caught him? Yeah, I do think they're going to murder him. No. Because that's how far the, down the toilet they flush their brains in order to make this trap scene work. I right? mean, if you're once you start stealing, man, you might as well just start murdering kids because that's that's the next. That's the it's next a gateway. Step. It's a gateway. Yeah, stealing VCRs is a gateway to murdering children. Yes, that's what the '90s were. If rough, I'm going to go through the trouble <laughs> to steal all these houses, I mean, I guess I'd probably murder a kid in between. I mean, yeah, probably. Yeah, just yeah, bucket list stuff. Maybe they're not going to murder him. Maybe they're going to steal him. Yeah. Maybe they're just like, you know, sell we, the could, kid. we could the sell this kid a lot more than all <laughs> the shit they sell. Yeah. Yeah. We could sell this kid and be rich. Yeah. Yeah. We're not rich, but, you know, we get paid. Yeah. Yeah. So, all these traps. <laughs> he sets up in no time flat. That I, like, oh, I, I don't even think I could build now. No. Like, well, I mean. You know what part of these traps I could build? Let's throw some Christmas bulbs on the ground. So, okay, <laughs> I could put some ice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to wire a flamethrower up to the door. Who knows if that water even had time to freeze on it the steps. It wouldn't. It wouldn't have had time. No. No, no way. I, I, I think that I could, you know, tie a rope to a paint can mm-hmm. and hang that up. It's on a rope, right? Yeah. But it's not. You don't see the top of the rope. It's just hanging from the ceiling. It's just sitting on the banister up there. Oh, okay. And he just tosses it off. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Uh, the rope is tied around the banister. Yeah. Um... But still, like, that would probably traps, kill someone. Oh, d- definitely. A paint can to the head. They're dead. Well, I mean, they're probably not full, though. What do you got to think? A paint can is going to be between, what, five and eight pounds? Like, Hitting you dead on with a lot of force. Your your skull would be crushed. So, that would kill you. Yeah. The flamethrower of the head probably fucking kill you. Well. Just for the fact that. The flamethrower is stupid. blowing a torch at his face. The flamethrower is stupid because you wouldn't stand there and take it. No. Once you realized, oh crap, fire! You you would naturally react, and you would slide down the ice steps again, right? No, man. You would you would slide away from the door. You'd stand there and see what's cooking. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> naturally. Yeah, but if you got burned that bad, your night's over. Oh yeah. Yeah, you're not you're not you're not pursuing this any further. It's not even worth it for revenge at that point. <laughs> Just yeah, you win. That's, no, you you need to be hospitalized. Like that's that's trauma. The Christmas bulbs is dumb. So, the Christmas bulbs... He doesn't look down, first of all. Well, he doesn't look down, first of all. But the Christmas bulbs in front of the window only work if he tried to go into the basement and lose his shoes first. Yeah. If he would have just started by going through the window, he'd have been just fine. No. He didn't see the open window. They started on the back. That's why. There's only one nail. Yeah. And the whole... The, it only shows him doing one nail. It only takes one. He steps one. on that one nail. Yes. But... And, like, it's tar, which... The whole... Like, that's pretty smart. Putting tar uh, on uh, shingles and, and flip them upside down and have the nail through there. And, like, yeah. it would be harder to go back up the ice steps than to actually get down I mean, there. honestly, if he, was, if he was actually setting up a trap like that, every step would You'd be have full have of nails. Yeah. yeah. Yes. It wouldn't have just been one. With the whole iron hitting him in the face, he's dead. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, he may not be dead, but his skull is fractured. He's bleeding through his eyes and out his, you know, out his ears. Yeah, he's definitely, he's, he's definitely he's like down for the count. He's he's like autistic now. Yeah, he's, he is definitely higher on the spectrum yeah. than he was before getting hit in the face with an eye. He's iron. even dumber. Yes, <laughs> somehow. 
After getting hit in the face with an iron, he is now so dumb that he might actually have done this home invasion. <laughs> so, you're right. So, they, they run upstairs and chase him. Mm-hmm. The spider... The spider was happenstance. Yeah, it happened to be there. But he hit him in the rib cage With a crowbar. At full speed. Like, that's going to break some ribs. Yeah. Yeah, you're not going to get up and, like, do some rope climbing I mean, after that. That's a, that's a pretty big crowbar. It's probably... It's probably about five pounds. And he wasn't holding back. No, he's baseball bat swinging that thing down. He was, yeah, dead. No, I mean, he'd break ribs. I mean... Puncture a lung, maybe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he just got bashed in with a war hammer a few times. No, he's good enough. Let's go <laughs> Let's go climb across this rope. He, he took some dice of damage, definitely. Then, yeah, they chase him upstairs, which he stops and calls the cops in between getting upstairs and hitting that zip line or whatever. This should have opened with him calling the cops. Because... For one, they would have been dead and the cops he, would have been there. He knows. He's so smart. He knows that their response time is going to be eight minutes. That's enough time for him to go over to those people's houses and them to run in and get caught. That's betting a lot that they're actually <laughs> going to chase him over to the neighbor's house. Yeah. Right? At that point, they could just steal what they wanted, right? Right. They're probably dead at that point, so they really Yeah, no. Their night's over. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's revenge at this point. Like, mm-hmm. we're going to murder this kid. This kid pretty much attempted to kill us multiple times. Yes. The fan, he walks oh, into... The saran wrap. The, saran wrap. The saran wrap with silicone. Yeah, with, like, like oil or whatever. Yeah, and, and feathers. Feathers. Which is nonsensical. It doesn't really do anything. It's not damaging. But it makes him look like a chicken. Ooh. Remember, it's funny. It's a comedy. Yeah. Yeah. That's the funny part. That's the funny part. It's great. Murder is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> honestly for me the everybody loves the trap scene but for me the trap scene kills this entire movie it's probably the part that makes it like for most people that's like the part of the movie that i've seen the most it feels and i remember the most you're right it, whenever you watch home alone when you're growing up this is the part of the movie that you would just rewind and watch again right it's the iconic part. it's the iconic part but it's also honestly it's the worst part because it's so tacked on. This whole trap scene was so after the thought. When you, whenever you watch the rest of the movie in a vacuum, right? You have a kid goes to sleep, wishes, wishes his parents and his family and stuff like that away before he goes to sleep. Then he wakes up and they're gone. And then, oh no, what do I do? And, you know, he starts, you know, at first he starts running around playing, doing all the kid stuff. And then he starts, like, you know, acting more mature like an adult and stuff like that, right? That, that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. Then, you know, you sprinkle in the holiday magic stuff of like, oh, I'm going to go talk to Santa Claus, and I'm going to go to Midnight Mass at this church, and I'm going to run into the guy that, you know, rakes the sidewalk, and I'm going to talk to him, we're going to have like, you know, a real connecting, heartwarming moment or whatever, right? Then you got all the stuff with the mom, desperately trying to get home, against all odds. You know, that's the holiday part of this movie. And it felt like they made this movie just that, and thought, this isn't strong enough. It wouldn't have been. If they made this the movie, isn't strong enough, it would have just been... So we're going to tack on five minutes of there's no comedy. The there's it. no comedy in any of that. It's not funny. I would bet anything that there's a, there's another draft of this movie where, like, yeah, there were burglars in the neighborhood, but he manages just to scare them off. The whole pulley system to, like, make them think there's a party going on. Yeah. So that's pretty elaborate, too. That's very elaborate. There's no way you could set that up. I'm As an adult, I cannot set that up. Not they, like a there's a lot hour. of stuff just laying around. Yeah. 
conveniently. Because he runs into these guys in the, probably the late afternoon. Yeah. And knows they're going to come back looking. So he sets all this crap up. That's, that's, a lot of, that's a lot of garbage these people have to have in their house. Because they have to have, like, what, five well, it shows mannequins? the mannequins. The mannequins that they they're, they're in the basement. Yeah, that leads you to believe that the Michael the Jordan of the train track. Yeah, yeah. The Michael Jordan, yeah. like, standy or whatever. Uh-huh. They just got to have a lot of trash in their house to make this scene even happen. So they finally capture him. Yes, they finally capture him. Serial killer old man shows up, knocks mm-hmm. him out, and then just fucking takes him home. This is yeah. Like, this, they, like, it just leaves them there. Yeah. And also come to, back to round to neglect. You're right. Like where the adults don't give a fuck. Yeah. They, they just, he takes him home. He and just his child or the yeah. clutches of death, does not say anything to the cops, takes yep. his kid home. And then goes no back shit. to shoveling corpses or something, you know? Right. Yeah. And then while the cops show up and arrest these fucking guys, which they could have, you know, got away by this point, but they show up. Yeah. And then the kid just goes home and starts cleaning and, and somehow cleans up majority everything. of this house. Buzz's room is still trash, apparently. But everything else, clean. No, but think about, clean. think about, like, not only did he clean this place, he rebuilt this place. Yeah. Because he had to scrape tar off of the steps yeah, like, coming up from the basement. All the, like water and ice off the steps. Yeah. yeah. They were sweeping up the toys and stuff. But like, And yet, I say again, can't pack a suitcase. Lazy. <laughs> Too stupid to pack a suitcase. It, it triggers. Like, like, once you're alone, it triggers this instinct in you to be the man of the house. No. You're, you, you naturally know how to build no. deadly you know, murdering traps. Right. Of course, the mother shows up. Yes. It's the holiday magic. She finally made it home. Yeah. Right? And then then the family shows up 10 minutes later. It's like, oh, you wasted your time. Well, I mean, I I hated the family showing up. Yeah, I wish they had showed up later. I I wish they hadn't shown up at all, honestly. Ever. Their plane went down and there's no second movie. (laughs) 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 Their plane drops into the Atlantic. (laughs) No, um... The mother showing up was the last bit of Christmas magic. And for me, I, I really liked that. The scene where his mom shows back up and he is just so excited to see her. Like, I didn't murder you. He was so happy to not have murdered somebody. Santa did his job. Right. He didn't have time to check into this child. Yeah. He didn't have time to tell the police. to wish his family back. The, or this his, you know, orphan and, came to yeah. see him. He he went and told Santa that this kid needs his parents back, and he, Santa did it. Yes, Santa's real. That's that's what this story's about. Santa's real. Santa's real, indeed. Yeah. If it wouldn't have had any of the trap stuff, if the burglar thing would have just been like you know a mild threat to you know bring him into adulthood on it, it would you know have what been I mean? boring. It would have it been, been boring. It would have been forgettable. Yeah. But it would have been just like every other holiday movie, right? It's some Hallmark movie. That's that's where they're like, yeah, this isn't gonna work. Let's do, let's commit murder. That's that's why I hate this as an adult. As a as a child, I love the traps. I love the thought of murder. Yeah, it makes me happy. I went and started building traps, and you know, did yeah. my family to yeah. make them disappear. Yeah, and they're all gone now. Now I'm alone. It, it worked. worked. It worked. It worked. Congratulations. Yeah. I, I wish them all away. I mean, I wish them all away with like snow shovels and paint cans. Yeah, I just hit them all in the heads with irons. And then... Yeah. Buried them in salt. Yes. That's what the movie taught me. Bury all your problems in salt. Yeah. As long as all your problems are other people. Yeah. 
That's exactly what the it works really well. It's a great right. message. It really it's a is a great family Christmas message. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Merry Christmas, people. <laughs> all all one viewer, baby. <laughs> if you've made it this far, yeah, Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> I just, I as a forgettable Hallmark movie, I enjoyed all that stuff minus the trap stuff. I hated the trap stuff. This is so every other scene, like it's just adults neglecting any sense of responsibility. Yeah, but the thing is, is the 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 adults have to because it's the movie told from the point of a child, and this child is the perpetual victim. Well, if if any normal life sequence had happened in this movie, there wouldn't have been a movie. They're just oh been like, yeah, hey, I'm going to take this kid to the cops. Yeah. He's, he's you know obviously needs help. Oh yeah, I mean, if anything would have. Or they got murdered in the process, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's do you want to watch a movie or not? And I didn't want to watch this movie. I did. <laughs> I still love it. The trap scene's <laughs> great. And you know what? I, the second one, maybe we'll swing back to it next year. But Maybe. I, I love the second one, too. Now, the third and fourth one, those are awful. I'm sure you've never even seen those. No, yeah, I've not. I'm never going to. Very low quality. The third one is that other Macaulay Culkin movie we were talking about where he murders an entire family. Yeah, that's the sequel. Yeah, yeah after it gets finished. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why they had to cast that other kid because, you know. You know who the other kid was, right? No. It's, it's Frodo. Oh, really? Was it? It's Frodo. I had no idea. Yeah. Man. <sighs> yeah. It was a quicker trip to Mordor. <laughs> I tell you. Like, this movie, this, it was painful. I still... I know it's just to hate it. I can't hate it. Can't hate it? I can't hate it. If if this movie came out today, would you would you go to the theater and enjoy it? Ha, having, if I had never seen it? Had, having, having never seen it. God, that's hard to say. I'd probably still enjoy it. I wouldn't. Really? If if we went to the theaters and saw this today, having no we'd knowledge probably, of it... We'd like nitpick everything. Oh, yeah. We would nitpick yeah. the crap out of it and stuff like that. And by the end of it... It would be like, you know... Every Star Wars movie. It would be like every Star every, Wars movie. Every by Star the end Wars of it, sequel. Every yeah. Star Wars sequel. Yeah, yeah, by the end of it, we nitpicked or, it so or, much. Or prequel. <laughs> or prequel. <laughs> we would hate it. There's too much... There's too much uh, violating logic in this movie. I, I mean... Even for a Christmas... There's a lot of movies where that happens. On a scale of, you know, one to five stars. How many stars would you give it? Or one to ten? I probably I'd give it seven stars. Man, like I said, there was a lot of stuff I genuinely loved. Mm-hmm. Right? I I I only liked this movie about four stars worth. Okay. So on the hate meter, I'm, I'm, I'm like stars. a three stars. <laughs> but the, the thing is, like, I can watch this movie every year and not hate it. That's, right. That's because I probably have watched it almost every year. But the thing is, I I couldn't sit down and force myself to watch this movie all the way through. Right. I mean, if it's on, I'd watch it. If I'm it's not, on, I'm not, not going to go out of my way. But yeah, like, I'm not going to go out of my way to watch it. If I'm flipping through channels and it's on, I might stop and watch it. Unless my friend was like, "Hey, let's make a podcast." I'm like, well, we're going to do this movie. Then, yeah. <laughs> then you force to fucking watch it, and you're like, "Oh, what am ah. I doing with my life?" <laughs> but as an adult, it's forgettable. If I went to go talk to my parents about this movie, and it was like, "I don't remember this movie," I'm like, "Yeah, I understand exactly why." One final note. Yes. The the ending of this movie, mm-hmm. are you to believe that the parents, he never tells the parents what happens? Mm, that's a tough one. They gotta know. They have to know about the break-ins. Right. But he cleaned everything up. 
I don't think he ever tells the parents. Right. The, whole, the only thing wrong with the house, apparently, is that Buzz's room still destroyed. Probably because he, he ripped all the shelving. shelving right. right. But no, he doesn't besides tell his parents. Buzz's room. He never tells his parents. You know why he doesn't tell his parents? Because he's a disease. No, it's because... He's a rotten little shit. That's why he doesn't tell his parents. He's a horrible person. And his entire family was right. And we didn't realize that until the end of the movie. He's an uh, overly mature trap maker, MacGyver. No. He is not MacGyver. They wanted him to be a little MacGyver, but he didn't take a paperclip and invent stuff. Okay. <laughs> He's John Wick. He took a paperclip and put a pencil in it and shoved it into somebody's ear. <laughs> Bubba Yega. Bubba Yega. <laughs> He's John Wick. He's John Wick. I mean, think about it. What is John Wick supposed to be? Like 40-something years old? Yeah. He would have been, yeah, perfect. He'd been pushing 50? Yeah. He's John Wick. That's what the father does for a living. He's an assassin. It all makes sense. It makes sense. The circle is complete. We figured it out. His <laughs> occupation. Here. You've heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen, on why I hate this movie. <laughs> Peter, an assassin. Yes. He is an assassin. That's why, that's why they wanted to get into the house so bad. He knew that the stack of gold coins was there. Yeah. 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 And that's why the, Kevin was so yeah. just a keen on murdering people. Yeah. Like, Kevin's dad got out of the life. Yeah. Won his freedom somehow. That's why he never had to work. Never got a dog, though. Yeah. And it's probably easier not getting a dog. If somebody kills your dog, you gotta go There might have been a, a dog. The dog's probably dead in the backyard to starve to death. <laughs> They just never showed that part of the movie. Just tied to a chain yeah, out there. This eight-year-old child neglected so a block of ice. feed the dog for a week. <laughs> I don't know who was supposed to feed him, but obviously no one. Oh, man. So, yeah. I mean, I think that's about all i got to say about this one. It's a forgettable movie with a bad premise, and for me, it doesn't do so well. I love it. It's like my third favorite Christmas movie. Wow. Is it really? Probably. Your third favorite. Yeah. Well, well, I haven't watched the the new KFC movie all the way through. That's oh, Christmas themed that might make my top five. I love the KFC movie. I guess we should wrap this up. Yeah. So thanks for listening. Hopefully you enjoyed. And I guess we'll see you next time on Why I Hate This Movie. Peace.